Because if we think about it for real, um, like, you know, Def Jam's run, like, from, I want to say, Ja Rule to Hove, like, okay. from 1999 to 2006, right? Okay. That's, like, I want to say Def Jam's modern glory age. Uh-huh. I feel like we could compare that to... Um, Plug-in companies? Yeah, yeah, some way. So, like, I would compare that to uh, Spectrosonics right now. You it's, think- like, on the way that they're just... Think about all you the shit Def that Def Jam, Jam gave us in that era. You think Def Jam is Spectrosonics? Just from that era of Def Jam is Spectrosonics now. Okay. They haven't missed. I say Waves. That's not, that's not, that's not bad. Waves plugins mm-hmm. is universal music. Well, that's so big. UMG. Yeah, you're right. You're no. right. Yes. You can't. You can't. You can't. UMG? No. You know what? I it, lie. It you're lying. You're lying. No. UMG, I think they're more Warner. Thank you. I think Universal like is... Like a more Warner Interscope. Universal is Native Instruments. Yeah. Because Native Instruments yes. now... Like, think about all the Little Brothers Native Instruments Thank is made you. with the Plug-In Alliance. Thank you. So there now you Republic could be that. Isotope because... Repu- or not Republic, I'm sorry. Um, Interscope oh, no. could be Isotope because Interscope is under Universal and Native Instruments comes with the Isotope shit now. Oh, that's true. You know I, what I, mean? about, like, I haven't thought about that. Think you about right, it. Right, Native right, Instruments right. could really be the godfather. Brainworks now could be... Um, I think that. I think, I think that's a good point. I think that's a good point. I think Who are y'all you are like Universal, bro. Native Instruments is the godfather of the 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 plugins now. I think Universal would UMG be is... be Wave. So who is Wave? So what is Wave? Wave is one of the big three for sure. And I think it's either Sony or Warner. And I think I would I would lean Sony. I think I'll lean Sony too. I think Wave is Sony. In my head, because you know why? Because because Waves is trying to monopolize. I like they're tr- that. They're trying to beat the other monopolization the same way Sony is. Can I tell you why I think Auto Tune is Def Jam? Auto tune is not Def Jam. Can I tell you why I think Auto Tune is Def Jam? Because no one else is not using it. Because no, <laughs> that uh-huh. and what I'll say is that that Def Jam run as far it's as crazy. when Auto Tune clacked, it's cracked. It says if, if it's supposed to keep. It says it's as if both are supposed to keep going. That's I think Auto Tune has. Such, I think Def Jam had such a run, right? That's interesting. I'm talking about the run, Rockefeller, Dipset. Cool. They had such a run. I compared that to when Auto Tune came onto the scene. Heavily commercially with T Pain, and I would transition into hip hop and change the game. Can I tell you what the difference is, though? What's the difference? Dev Jam has had too many dips for Auto Tune to be compared to them. Auto Tune has never dipped since it came out. Well, that I agree with you on. So I would say it's. Mm, okay. So who would you call them then? Auto Tune is Jive RCA J Records. I like that. I like RCA. Because no, because RCA came from Jive. Jive and J Records merged for RCA. So I would say from Alicia, like, think about RCA from Alicia Keys. Right, for from, sure. Um, Childish, Chris Brown, Chris from Brown. T-Pain. Right. And then now Bryson, um, Mulatto. Yeah, Mulatto, um, SZA. Like, it's never had a falling off moment. I get that. And it's hmm. always been in the forefront. Okay. Hmm. So I'll, I'll take that. Especially right. on the urban side, RCA has always been on the forefront of urban. Because it always has the R- R&B guys. True. And now they, they've been into there. rap now with, uh, they got Lotto and they got a couple, um, I think ASAP Mob is RCA too. Okay. So ASAP I'll Mob give them that. RCA. Anyway, I let believe. me introduce wait, this wait, podcast. Wait, 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 wait. I feel like, the, oh. who, who is Behringer? I am, welcome to the My Audio. <laughs> Loud record. I'm kidding. Nerds. I'm kidding. Podcast, uh, the, slide. the the podcast for audio nerds like yourself. Uh, please make sure you rate Sony us Orchard. on Spotify and Apple. Also, make sure that you follow us on all social media platforms. And we just want to thank everyone that comments. That really means a lot to us. As well as when you rate it to the left of me. Got Elgene. I can't, I can't think of any. Good. That's why like, I did that. Just to fumble LG. you up. You to the right of me, the Ableton Lord. 
as they've come to know him and his nation. Don't look at me like that, bro. You just mad because you ain't got like you ain't got you don't got a nation of your own. I'm it's so okay. sick. First of all, I come from probably the biggest nation yeah, there is. That's so true. If that is so true, if that is so true, how come the only people representing the Protoss nation is old men? That's not true. At all. I ain't gonna, hold, on, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because he said something, and that was that was he that was funny. Because I know what he means. I know what he's saying. He's wrong, but I know where he's coming from. That's not true. Oh, we, there's a lot so of young DAW, people yeah. that yo that use pro tools. And rep- but I feel like, oh, I love this convo, this quick convo of representation in your dogs. So who's your OG and who's the young guys in your dogs? Because I know Ooh. you got the Timberlands and then you I've got Bob the... I've just Kenny Beats, yeah. Yeah. A whole I got Ninth Ableton. Wonder and then we got LG. You ever heard of him? Ooh, that was cold. Nah, but if I had to be real, uh, Ninth Wonder and then... <laughs> <laughs> ninth that was Wonder not, and then Hip Boy. That was not or cold. Ninth Wonder that was and then Southside. You, you know what I mean? Like that? All right, but that wasn't that dope. Ninth Wonder and then Southside. You know what I mean? I get you. Or Hip Boy. So you want me to go Pro Tools? Yeah. You got Bob Clearmountain. And, and hey, then, shout out Go Go Dog. And then Jason Joshua. <laughs> okay. It's like something funny. What's 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 no, going it's not on funny. Because like, I can name it's, the records it's, it's, from both of them. I can name records that Jason produced my, in Pro Tools too. That he mixed. Okay, mixed. That's one thing. Bob Clearmountain. We did N words in Paris. Who did that? Yeah. Hey boy. We did all right, I'm done with you. Can you give me my one gotta go? You, 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 you we did all the good Nas I albums in FL. All the by good the Nas albums were done in FL. That was funny. That was good. I'll give you that. All right, so today. I'm not doing this. Don't do that. Don't do this. Don't do that. Don't do that. He gonna go. go. There's, a plugin, go. there's a plugin that we've seen recently that's been on it's the market. It's a great plugin, by the way. It's, it's a good. wonderful plugin. But it the, it makes no sense. Anyway. <laughs> I want to know. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> stop, stop. We're not doing it. I'm not, because I don't want to. Don't bring it up, though. Uh, no, no, no. Don't right. send it to him. Don't send it to him. Because <laughs> I will bring it up. Don't send it to him. All right. So um, we got <laughs> no. a versus today. What's the versus? Um, and this is a versus of inconveniences, right? Ooh. Uh, I think I did. I haven't done this since like the first episode, but I'm going to give you two inconveniences. Choose your struggle. Pick a struggle. Um, either lose all your short key commands, okay, or start from scratch with every session. So you gotta finish your beat in the session. Wait, what? Wait, Would I'm confused about that. Me control C's, Bucky. Control V's, all of that. Yeah. Or every time you open a session, you gotta. Well, you can't reopen sessions, so you gotta either keep it open or start from scratch. Same shit. I would oh, never ask what you mean. Somebody my- asked this. Somebody asked this in our. Um, oh man! In our comments, our, uh, finish the session right. I right stories, and, and I really crazy. got into an argument with somebody over it. So that's why I was just like. So every time I open a session, I have to get to the end. You and finish, finish it. that yeah. shit right then and there. Or I lose my quickies. Or you could like bounce the stems every time you finish the session. You could get around it. And I see. But it's like, oh my! But I can't reopen that same session. Yeah. Hey man. Golly. Not gonna lie, this is the easiest one you ever came up with. <laughs> I'm about to say probably. I knew. I knew I wasn't tripping, but this person was so like. They were so big on like they rather surrender the hotkeys. I can't lose the space bar. They rather surrender the hotkeys. I would say to I am not getting rid of the damn reopen uh, reopen. No, I need to be able to come back to my what you call it to recall. That's right. I need to be able to recall. I I knew I wasn't, but I I guess I was manipulated because they was like, bro, you giving up your space bar? You're gonna take ten years to finish the session. Yeah, I would never do. No, I'd rather take ten years. I'm gonna go back to it. There's really some y'all out there that's 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 trading your hotkeys for the for the option to recall your sessions and presets. I would never do that. That's the sickest thing I've ever heard. Y'all want to make money from your music? Just making sure I wasn't tripping. No, you're not tripping. I would do that. I'm not. There's a lot of as a producer. Well. 
all the producers in here. There's a lot of ideas you start and then you're just like, I don't want to finish this right now. But, but then you golden. come, but I come back yeah. some time later and I crack it open and I'm like, oh, this is hard. I don't let let me get back yeah. to it. I don't want to bounce everything to go back to it. That's I'm not doing that. And sometimes I like to keep my MIDI information and stuff like that there because As it is. I get new As plugins and, and, then I, wanna... and I want to change the sounds of them and stuff like that. So that's why so I'm you gotta like, export to MIDI. Oh, that's nasty. I have that function. That's I nasty. Know, I never said he you said, did. I have that I function. Like, relax. Have we have Charlie Poof. That's nasty. Um, who else produces? Young guy? Who else produces in Pro Tools? Does anyone know? Charlie Poof. It's literally Devon Terrell and Charlie let's Poof. Let's see. Artists like like fa- famous artists us, and producers. Let's go. I, Johnny Giuliano Johnny produces. Giuliano. It's FL Studio, oh. right? Oh. <laughs> who? Forty does not. Produce. Forty does produce. He does produce in Pro Tools. I feel like he does. Forty so produces. So you telling me on that Waves commercial? For no, I'm sorry. On a Native Instruments commercial for Noah's very not for that specific keys. instance. Leavens, he doesn't. Did he open that plugin there. into Pro Tools? I think he produces in Pro Tools. For real? I think uh, Forty produces in Pro Tools. That's respectable. We don't know. I don't want to. I must look it up. But that's respectable. Can I say something? A lot of a lot of people that we've met, and you know what I'm talking about, that we've encountered. What did they produce in? FL that were Studio. extremely talented musicians. Pharrell producing Pro Tools? No, he does not. He produces in Logic? Logic. Okay, never mind. Sorry. He produces in Logic. Okay. See, once again, Logic. But Chad might be using like Cool Edit or something. I feel like Chad's so weird, he might be using Cool Edit and making crazy shit out of it. That or is crap. wild. That's a good question. I want to know what Chad produces What Chad produces it? We'll find out. But mm-hmm. was that your one got to go as far as that's concerned? That uh, yeah, was an was easy one for me. It, it yeah, was like, I'm, I'm well, I just to wanted to make sure. Right, yeah, for sure. We can oh, move on. Okay, What's cool. the question that just riled this whole room up? So. Shout out to my classic. Shout out to my classic. Um, The topic that I wanted to bring up today was what era of mixing was better? And when I say era, I'm talking about time period. What time period breeded the best mixes? Do you think it's modern time? Do you think there's a certain era where it still holds up today? Which one or which era do you think breeds Hmm. or created the best mixes? I think modern era only because we've learned from all our mistakes Mm -hmm. and we've gotten so like exponentially better so quickly mm-hmm. like 10 years ago retune speed was all at three <laughs> now you can't tell whether someone has it on or not I can't even see we're okay. performing live with auto-tune and it's so clean clean facts everything is so clean and i'm not saying clean mixes are uh, the better mixes uh-huh. but i feel like we've gotten so much better now that to compare it to a record like um mm-hmm. Something graduation or, uh-huh. or late registration i think we if they were attacked today. Uh huh. They would be better, would be way better mixes. So this is this is mm-hmm. my belief, right? Mm-hmm. I think that over time, right, we have to look at the mediums that people have listened that media the medium that people listen to music on, right? The stuff that people were listening to music on back in the day mm-hmm. could not reproduce the frequencies that are capable of being reproduced in our AirPods and our systems in our car subs. Uh, no, no, no. Hold on, let me finish. Okay. They were not capable of producing those kind of frequencies that we are able to hear now okay. as far as the common things that people listening to, listening to music on, okay? When I listen to music now, I feel like there's a fuller spectrum when it comes For to sure. stuff. For I, sure. Especially in what? The, the, the number one sonic... The low, the low end? I'm sorry. The, got you. But the number one thing that I hear a difference in from old music to, to today is the low end. Okay. The, okay. The For way sure. that low For end sure. is able to be reproduced, mm. meaning heard on speakers these mm. days, that's where I notice. Ooh, this is a newer record because that low end has a has a fuller sound to it. I feel like converters have gotten better. 
a lot of stuff has gotten sure. better at reproducing the lower sure. frequencies. But can uh, I fight you on that real quick? Sure. I also feel like a caveat to that, the fact that it wasn't, you know, it couldn't be reproduced back then. Mm -hmm. Obviously, um, low end couldn't be mixed or controlled that well back then. Right. So I feel like I personally feel like, especially when you hear a lot of these records, um, a lot of the classic uh, R and B, a lot of the classic pop records from like this 50s, 60s, 70s. Um, I personally just look at it just like they had that track, the bass player on the track, or the lower end instrument instrumentalist on that track coming out, uh -huh. and they just turned it down. So because hey, they because they realize. Hey, this is a lot, and we don't know what to do with this. So let's just turn it down. Hey, can I say something? Right. You're absolutely right. Because guess what? Mm -hmm. I correct. I stand corrected. When I say, oh, we couldn't reproduce that, I think that the style, let's say, for instance, when it hit, like, the 90s, mm -hmm. that's when we, we had that subs too. and stuff in the 90s. Like, we had we get, yep. we had yes. certain subs and stuff like that in the okay. 90s. Yep. But I think that the style in which we were mixing our music, it was completely different. Completely, completely different. Completely different, because people weren't, for, for sure, what like you said, what people are looking for in music now is right. not what were the problem areas and the, the problem fixers of back then. We're looking for it wasn't. So what I say is this: I also would say that I think that music, as far as the image, so my biggest thing is this: when it comes to music in the seventies, that's probably like my, one of my favorite eras. Seventies, sixties is like one of my favorite eras of of just music, the way it sounds, because I feel like it still Fire. holds up today. Like for when sure. we hear like sixties music sure. and Marvin Gaye, Al Green, I feel like all that music when it come on today, I'm like it's still hit. And that's why you get that argument about analog and about how nostalgic it feels and how pleasing it sounds to the ear. So for me, when I think about errors is concerned, I think that there's a, a benefit to both sides in the sense of when it comes to the stereo image. I think that's the, the, the common thing for, for sure. me is the image. Because for sure. when I hear a newer record, more modern record versus the old one, the first thing I notice is it feels the new records sound bigger. It sounds so much bigger. There's a bigger sound stage. Mm -hmm. It feels a lot bigger with the new records as opposed to the older stuff feels a little bit smaller, but it still feels really good. But can I ask something? Mm -hmm. So do you feel like so then when we get a lot of these tracks, these these, these classic tracks, um, remastered and updated for like you know these uh, uh, these respins of these albums that come out in the present time, uh -huh. you know, uh, to update. To update the sonics on that record mm -hmm. for what the DSPs and what the platforms are playing are 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 capable of doing now. Uh -huh. Do you think that in these remasters, people are actually going back into the mix and then also changing the masters, or do you think this is really just from the mastering perspective? Absolutely. This is a two this is a two part point. Okay, so I want you to answer the first part. The first part. What first. is it? Uh -huh. Do you think that they're going back into the mix as well as the masters, or do you think this is really just oh, let's take this audio file uh -huh. and just master as best as we can? Let me tell you why I believe it might just be the master. If you go back into a mix, you change anything, you're gonna alter that vibe. So if I'm a purist, if I'm thinking from the if I'm thinking from the perspective of a purist of an of a like yo this is a Rolling Stones album right mm -hmm. like this is the Rolling Stones people have been hearing this song a particular way for 30, 40 years right mm -hmm. if I go in there and I take that snare and I just move it down a little bit it's a tiny bit people gonna feel it people gonna feel it it's gonna be different you might like, this don't hit the same because mm -hmm. we've gotten remastered albums hip hop in hip hop that. We'd, I've never seen the remaster, and people go crazy for a remaster. Like, I've never yeah. seen people go like, yo, this remaster is, is fire. fire. Yeah, I've no never that. heard no that. that. I feel like, 
no in some instances, they definitely do, especially for modern day remasters. Uh huh. And by modern day, I mean like albums that have come out in the '90s, maybe in the '70s. I don't think they're right. remixing them. Yeah. But like for Life After Death, the remaster on that sounds bigger, and I think you like it sounds it? better. Yeah. I've never. I, what I'm saying is, I've never gotten into it as far as the remastered like albums. I would like to, and now I I do want to take note and actually. And listen. on top of that, mm -hmm. does it matter? Because don't forget that we're dealing with not dealing with, but we're catering to average consumers. In terms so if of I go into if all that's available to me on Spotify is the remaster, I'm not comparing the two mixes. You're right. You can I say something? You're absolutely right. What I'm speaking to more is maybe the feeling of the record. Mm -hmm. Because I'll be honest with you, if I make like of course when I'm mixing an album, right? I have a thousand versions, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. And one version will make me feel a certain way versus another version. Right. Now, to the average person, for instance, if I play it for my girl, I'll play her, like, listen to this one. Which one you like better? And I play it both, she'll be like, mm -hmm. I don't know. They're both the same. They both sound the same. My, so what I do to consumers is, hey, which one you feel, what one makes you feel better, feel better what, what, about? Which one feels which better? Which one you be like, I like that one. I said, don't think about it. Don't go. Just which one you go, ooh, that felt better. I, that's how I do it because... To a trained ear, of course we notice it, but to yeah. them, to consumer, they don't notice. To, but guess what? Go ahead, no, 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 you go first, Lucas. To no, go back uh, because I'm gonna go back to the original. All right, I would say um, to to that point, why I said it was, it's, it's a two parter. So you answered it. Mm -hmm. They don't go back into the mix. Why? There's nothing wrong with the original sound. Right. Regar regardless of whether what they heard being recorded on that was... could reproduce the frequencies they thought they wanted to hear or uh, not. Uh huh. It's just it's, it's it's almost like um it's almost like a linguist okay like when you think about it mm -hmm. it's just someone else years later saying damn the language that these speakers are speaking is a little it's a tiny bit different it's mm -hmm. the same it's the same mumbo jumbo right. but it's a tiny bit different a, a, a couple of verbs needs to be updated a couple of frequencies need to be notched up got you that's all they're doing they're not changing the fundamental of this of the original song so that's why I say and I got you leaders I'll come back to you that's why I say I don't and like I said if we if, if somebody out there knows the process when it comes to those remasters, whether they're going into Facts, the mix, yeah. like please tell us what's happening. Tell me what's happening. I'm, I'm interested. I would love to know. We're only, I'm only speculating, but in my head, my brain would say I would just touch the master because if I touch the mix, I'm going to be altering the balance yeah. of the entire song. So I would think you would want to keep the essence of what was the hit record, right? That proved mm -hmm. itself for sure. Like I'm not going into Thriller and turning up Michael Jackson's backgrounds. Like, no. I'm just not doing that. You understand what I'm saying? I'm yeah. like, this was perfect the way it was. All I want to do is take that two-track master and enhance. Just, just make it nicer. Maybe give it a little bit. bit more high-end. Maybe bring that out that lows said, a little. You know, I might do subtle things. That being said, I, while I do agree with you um, in the terms of, I'm a huge Michael Jackson stand. So while I do agree with you in the terms of the um, 70s, I would even go further back and say the 60s and 50s yeah. um, have some fire, incredible mixing um, um, ideas. I'll right. say like that, concepts and ideas that you can follow if you want to. Right. I personally do agree with shout out the goat over here, my uh -huh. classic. Uh -huh. um, I do agree with Mike when um, he says that, and I also, you know, I I, I echo this thought. I think '90s um, hip hop. I think just music in general was because because you know because you know what I also have to look at it. I have to look at it from an impact wise too. Okay, and when I look at it, one of the biggest uh, uh, entertainment media um, influencers in the '90s right was Disney. And in the 90s, we got the Disney's, the Disney dark renaissance era, Lion King, Hunchback of Notre Dame, Aladdin, stuff like that. And, and, and what's the common theme with all those soundtracks? What? There was an R&B sound. Oh, I, I get you. It was smooth. It was, it was always very smooth. Very, it was it's very sinky. And you knew what you was going to get. 
You knew what you was going to get songwriting and even the mixing wise. Disney has a mixed sound. Disney has a mixed sound, bro. That's they true. really do. I feel and like freaking fire. I love it. I feel That's like my favorite. That's my answer. Vastly underrating how quickly the advancement the advancements in audio engineering have for sure have I've leaps. gotten better leaps. and uh-huh. how much quicker it's, it has been than the listening mediums. For sure. Because oh, I that's think, a great point. That's a great so point. Okay, that's fine. It's to the point where mixing today is so great mm-hmm. that it doesn't take much to get a great an acceptable mix. mix in the AirPods. Can mm. I say why you're... Can I, can I take it a little even a step further with you? Mm. When we produce in our synthesizers... Those sounds are being mixed from the synthesizer. Are ready to go. Let's be yeah. honest, right? For yeah. the most part, reverbs and serum. It got re- it's right. facts. Right. They sound full crazy. You literally, literally, what a lot of producers are doing. What we are doing is maybe we're rolling off the low end. Yeah, you understand? <laughs> <what I'm saying? laughs> That's it. Real talk. I broke you. And the only other thing I'm probably doing is maybe taking a little bit out of that 800 hertz range, make a little bit of room for the vocal, and then maybe I'm adding. We're moving things out of the way about the instruments. Basically, I'm not really having to compress. I haven't. I don't really compress like a synth. You don't like 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 outside of your drums. You find yourself compressing an instrument, really? I don't. Unless it's a raw guitar. Unless I got a raw guitar that's coming in or something. But you also got to remember, you're you're busting that out to an instrument bus, aren't you? Yeah, I have an instrument. I'm gonna compress my bus. Me too. I'm not saying you you can't. I'm not saying you can't compress the individual um, tracks, but I'm just saying like think about that. Uh-huh. You don't, because especially those instruments are supposed to stay dynamic and supposed to be the tells of yo. This is going this this part this part of the second verse is going off into space and shit like that. Uh huh. You know. So you so you wouldn't really compress and level out and like if, if a, I have to you know uh-huh. if a 19 year old kid. Can sit in FL studio, yeah, and create a mix that's comparable to the top records in the world right now, which is very possible. That mixing has undeniably gotten better. For sh- for damn can sure. I, can I tell you? How, can I tell you why for mixing has sure. gotten amazingly better? The technology and advancement of plugins, for sure. Because guess what? If I was to tell you how pitch correction was done years back ago, back in the day, you cry, would be like, oh, you had to be a, have a skill set in order to do pitch correction, where you would have to literally think about what pitch correction is. It's changing the timing of a note. So I would have to literally go in to, uh, old, like, let's say, let's say Celine Dion, even though it's even further than that. Let's say Celine you Dion. Love Celine Dion yeah. I love Celine Dion. That was funny last you week. That's Celine why. Celine Dion on this podcast. When I look at a Celine Dion vocal, I look at her vocal, right? And what I would have to do is, if I say, oh, she's a little sharp. I literally have to take that moment and slow it down in order to change the pitch to come down a little. There's math involved, folks. It is. It's math. So now when you say plug in, auto, A, bang. <laughs> auto. I'm about to say auto. That's all you have to say. The, the, auto. the barrier for entry into being S-O-D. able to do certain things is different. It's when, gone. When you open up ozone, uh, isotope ozone, you, you, have, a, you have a whole if entire want, plugin li- that makes it. That's why I'm like, is this even a question? I can open up a plugin. Put in my favorite song, put in my mixed record, mm-hmm. and say, make these shit sound the same. That's true, which is insane. But let me say this. Mm-hmm. Let me say this. Mm-hmm. With the advancement of these plugins being able to give us better mixes to the to the to even the most of casual people, mm-hmm. it's pushing our mixing world forward in a sense of do better. Yeah. How can I take these tools now and go even beyond that? And but that's because there's songs we hear then, today that we're like. But that's what I'm saying, yo. right? So you know the problem for me, where the problem resides in, as a lot of what the problem with the modern day like era comes to, mm-hmm. it becomes there's no standard. Okay. Back in, in, what, the, in what regard? Back in the 90s, uh-huh. in, or, or let me say like this: in the 50s, 60s, 70s. Okay. You was SSL. You was either SSL right. or you was Neve. True. EMI too. 
But you, go ahead. Like, you know, I'm nerding I, out. I I'm nerding you, out. I, I feel you. Like before might really made that 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 huge comeback. It was SSL but, and Eve. And Eve. For sure. Um, we don't have that now. Down to when we went to um Nam. Um huh. and Ali had the engineers um panel yeah. and they were asking, Hey, uh Shout out uh, Fu Ali. uh Futures Engineer. I'm so sorry. I can't remember the other engineers I was there outside of Kendrick's engineer and Futures engineer. <laughs> it was a bunch. Well, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. The guy guys. that did all the Afro, uh, he yes. makes WizKids. Yes. Um, WizKids. I'm WizKids so sorry. Engineer. Thank you. I'll put him. Super sorry. But um, Dro, Dre. And and WizKid and and Futures were the ones that Kirk did, Urko. that that did um majority of their stuff uh -huh. in the box and Urko um in the box while Urko and uh, Kendrick's engineer, if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, uh -huh. were doing things more so out. Out of the box. Yeah, yeah. You know? So Urko, so um the 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 fellow, and I'm so sorry I forgot his name, but I know he mixed a lot of the WizKid stuff. Yes, Afro that's what I'm talking about. Yes. He said he mixes straight up in, in the, the box. box. Him and Futures and that Engineer. Blew everyone's mind. Because he was, was crazy. Like, he was like, I mixed all that stuff in the box. And he was like, What? Whoa, like really just straight in? plugins? No outboard game. He was like, Nope, all in the box. And I was like, Wow. And that took it made me look and go, Wow. I the think the world is, of the sound these has plugins changed. are getting changed. better. Yeah. It's changed. Because I yeah, I wouldn't have believed that. I feel but like it's, we're, uh, yeah. we're overthinking a lot. I'm so and I'm that's why I always say I'm not an engineer. I feel like we overthink a lot when it comes to the mixing and mastering aspects because hmm. we're forgetting who we're we're forgetting who we're doing this for. And so, the consumers like mm -hmm. I, we can give the same mix off for the same record. Uh huh. Uh, we could give two different mixes off for the same record, uh -huh. and I'm sure it's not going to affect. It's gonna not going to affect the reaction to. You know what I mean? So this is where I'll I'll debate you on that, right? Mm -hmm. Because I know deep down, although the consumer may not be able to pinpoint, oh, that's a that sounds bad, or oh, this one is better than the other. There's a certain when you get a, a the, when you get a mix correct. This goes back to the point where I made what I said. I mixed an Afrobeat song one time for some kids, mm -hmm. and they were like, "Hey, that's not how you mix Afrobeats." And I was like, "Bro, the kick is hitting. This is that. This and that." I think we're not paying attention to how people feel feel about the record when they hear a record where they go, "Yo, this is garbage. Take this off." Yeah. Where opposed to maybe if I had Jason Joshua mix it right, where the Sonics were hitting, you'd be like, "Yo, this feels." This is hard. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? So I understand. You're totally right. I think there's a double-edged sword when you say, yo, it's going to this consumer. For sure. But there's a feeling. Like, remember when I sent you a mix even for Osei Records? Shout out, Osei. I sent you the first mix, and you were like, yo, the bass, yeah. blah, blah. Then that second one, you was like, oh, this one feels yo, a lot in better. No, yeah. In no way am I, am I saying, like, mixing doesn't matter, duh. Right. It does. No. And mixing right matters. I'm right. just saying, I feel like all the outboard, I feel like there's a way to mix it right and not depend or not really depend have to use outboard have right. to use so you. much i don't think you're sure. wrong and them, sure. them saying that basically confirms it yeah for sure. For I, don't, sure. I don't think you're wrong now here's the other side of it right do i still prefer my outboard gear of course absolutely do. i, I do. was gonna say because because you it, spend it, eight thousand dollars on some of course I'm you damn right you damn right <laughs> I, spent, I spent three grand on that summon amp it's just to a point that, that that um you make with me and leavens a lot um when it comes to the um the single releases of a track versus the album releases of a track it's different and ever since this man has said that to me i'm not gonna lie to you like Nine times out of ten, I cannot stay. And I and I I've really wanted to defeat this stereotype, and uh -huh. I feel like us as as music creators should work harder to defeat the stereotype. Uh -huh.
There's no way an album cut of the same single should sound less appetizing than the actual single. Hey, hey. I don't know who's I don't know who's behind that and who's doing that. Hey, y'all gotta stop it. Can I, I want the album version to sound better than the single. Can I tell you why? What's going on? Can I tell you why? Because you heard it before. That's this not is a thing. great. This is you landed on such a good topic. Let me tell you why I usually never like the album cut of the single that of the hit record. Yeah. Because when the mastering engineer mastered that hit single, he mastered it for what it was right there. Regardless of other things. Regardless of other things. He mastered it. It went out, boom. This is the one that people are used to, the way the drums are hitting, the way the dynamics flow. Now, it's album time. This is a hit record. I got to put this hit record, um, Rihanna Umbrella, into the album. Guess what? I have to make it fit sonically within the sonics of that album. So, what do I have to do? Maybe I have to scale back on that kick a little bit. Maybe I got to bring up the highs a little bit. I got to kind of change that dynamic. So going back to what you were saying as far as, you know, at the end of the day, I'm getting the song and I'm not really going to notice. We notice. You do. And we feel Small it things. as a consumer. We were like, damn, I don't really think about it. When you always go to the single on the album, we kind of skip over it. I was about yeah. to say, I'm about to say, I'm not going to lie to you. That's exactly that in and of itself is the only is the reason in the whole entire totality reason in and of itself why DSPs continue to save the single version of a track and Separate. still give you the album version of a track. That's true. That's the only reason. Because so, they know you do not, there's a good possibility that when you hear this versus what we had on here a couple weeks ago, you're not going to want to listen to this. I can tell you what I do, personally. What I personally do is, if I'm making an album, I'm about to drop singles, I literally master the entire album, buy the singles. and then I pull the single out of that master, and I use that so that it's cohesive Ooh. across all like you know, next time when it does come out with the album, it's the same exact master. Nice, That's what I like nice, to do a lot nice, of times. Nice, you just gonna nice. say something? Yeah. Before we wrap up, what? Let's just skim through then. Yeah. Because I feel like there's so many different, oh, I yeah. guess, meanings of a good mix and a good master. Yeah. So what are y'all favorite masters? No, not masters, but mixed records or mixed albums. Oh, from good any job. any genre. Uh. Favorite I, mixed album? I can tell you. I think one of my favorite mixed out al- like album mixes. Of all time, maybe. Say it. And it's ninth. Who told me? Say it. The Chronic by Dr. Dre. Well, that's a that's very a good. heralded very good. mixed very album. Great that's a mixed very album. like very incredible mixed album because it still like, holds up. It still it hits. Shit, it made hip hop go cleaner. Mm-hmm. Because at the same time, it's ninety two. It's Wu Tang. It's like on the East Coast, it was uh-huh. dirty. It was grungy. It was, it was grungy. Low bit. You know what it's I mean? Low fi. Lo-fi. Literally yeah. low fi. Yep. Sure. They made it clean. Yeah. And then. It, it made its way back, and we got the shiny suit era. We got the bad boy who made Super the East Coast clean. clean. That's so true. Mm. You know, that is a wonderful way to kind of explain, like, how music has changed and progressed over the years. Because you're absolutely right, and I had the blessing of growing up in that time. I know a few of us did in this room, too. Mike, I know I had the, like grew up in that time. Where the music, when I listened to it, like the rock hymn and stuff, that stuff was it was dirtier. Like it was so yeah, much grungier it and it was messy. Grungier. It was like the vocal was the brightest thing in the mix, but everything else was like you know distorted you, and grungy. You were grungy. lucky to grow up and the best example I could give for this uh-huh. from my era and hear me out, video games. What do you mean? We you saw mean? the graphics of video games slowly get better to the point where it can't get better. It can't get Same better. Same with audio. Audio literally slowly got cleaner and cleaner. Uh-huh. Until it can't get cleaner The point anymore. where we can't really make it cleaner anymore. You th- we just talked about the wave, uh, the waves. But see, so let, let me let me say this about cleaner. Okay. When we transferred into the digital space, mm-hmm. that was the complaint that it was too yeah. clean. It was too clean with CDs. But the CD, it, it was too no. clean. That was throwing everybody off. Yeah. But it wanted it's one. We're okay with it now. It's a same, 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 with same with games. Same with games. I'm about to say it's like leaving games. Set. 
to the point where we we can't get too realistic games. Like if the game yeah. looks too realistic, it that's a scientific thing. Like it turns people off if the game mm. looks too human or pictures. Pictures then, can't like the quality of a picture can't, can't get any get, better than what it is. The exactly. phone exactly. we don't upgrade anymore. Why? Because the shit can't get gonna do? that much better. I Innovation. It, I think it still can wait. get better. I'm not saying okay. it's possible, okay. but I'm saying. It was so saying? exponential. Right. It's like think about it as a it's chart. A huge jump. It's to the point where we're starting to plateau. We were like this, we are. but now it's no, we are. more. No, we're plateauing. I don't think so. We're I not plateauing. We you know why? I doubt it. Because everything is always going. At least for technology me, is always going it's, it's to advance. advance. For sure, for sure. But but the same thing like but how it, we said about the games for me what? and with audio being too clean. Uh -huh. Guess what that means now is back at the forefront again. What? People want more creativity. Absolutely. Video games. What do video games only focus on now? Oh. How many friends can they play with online? Yeah, yeah. It's That's just, literally it's monetary. Everything that the developers work, focus on. I get you. Think about the games literally even as far as 2012. Okay. Angry Birds. Plants vs. Zombies. Creative People games. People were really just like, there's like, what have we not covered versus what can Same we make better? Same with the better? iPhone. Got, it looked like see, he struggled to tell. It was new. See, but here's the, the thing. The camera got better, guys. Thank you. Here's Again. Talk, he's Hold talking. On, though. He's here's, talking. Here's my thing. What I think people... I'm not saying no one's mm -hmm. realizing, but why Thinking I say, about. oh, no, we're going to take this to the next level. Yes. Because you and I both know about the spatial audio space. Mm -hmm. That's This that's one is true. here. To, we all know it's he, they're forcing it yes, on us. Yes. You know it. It's here to stay, and it's going to happen. <laughs> it's cars, not leaving, for sure. Cars are starting to have the spatial audio mm -hmm. stuff invert yeah. into the car. Like, this is slowly going to become a thing. And I can tell Dobly is... They're it is going to happen. You know how sometimes we'll get like a fad, like, oh, they're trying this? No. This is going to happen. And let then me tell you then VR. And let me yeah, tell you last point. Hold on. Video game-wise, yeah. is what I'm trying to say. I think the next step is virtual reality. Like deep dives and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. Because, I, because at the end of the day, it's time to immerse us in a world Fully. now. Fully. As opposed to just looking at a screen. This is like, it's like 2D versus 3D. When I'm in VR, bro, this is a full but, experience. But also, too, you got to be careful of that. Why? Because I feel like Everyone's been looking towards ever ever since video games got big. Everyone's been looking to, like I just can't wait to like till video games come to a day where like we could just jump in them shits. VR. I don't. Striking I think diapers. I think people really like overestimate how much they want that because I'm just like you know what also still makes a video game great though that sense of illusion, the fact that you know you're playing something that's not real. I, I think like pe once people once deep dive really becomes huge. It's, people are gonna get tired. I feel like of it. a better way to explain my point, I guess. Okay, personally, with the graph, it's it's ra it's not a rational yeah. growth anymore. It's, it's an it's exponential not, growth. It's what yeah. can we do? So what literally, can we get it's over? not a straight line anymore. It started as a straight line, right? And we were extreme, but now that line is starting to hit closer to the bottom. Why? Because exactly. we we can't. It's think of it like the fucking stocks uh, or yeah. Bitcoin or whatever the yeah. crypto. Yeah, it was rising so quick until it was struggling to rise. Not to say it wasn't getting better or right. it wasn't yeah. rising, right. but it wasn't as quick as it was before. Got right. you. Well, let Do me say this: almost thirty-five years ago, the freaking microwave was invented. That's also very almost true. forty years ago. So I try to say mm -hmm. that. So I say that Even to say like this: fast food, like in some, something that you know, McDonald's is not a hundred years old. No, no. McDonald's came out 50 years ago. 50 years. So, Literally, it's going to be 50 years. So, so what I say is, and I'll wrap on this, is in the next, what looks like a microwave, this may look like a microwave in the next 40 years. Mm -hmm. Like what the microwave was back then, yeah. mm -hmm. we're probably going to see this as, dang, that's when a microwave was invented. Yeah. 40 years ago. Mm -hmm. So I think about in the next 40, 50 years, what, 
what is music going to be? Like, what is going to Everything be the cool thing? Bo- at least for me, uh-huh. everything's going to be in the box. And we'll rap right it's there. It's already in the box. Basically. No, it's, but I'm it's just saying, like, like, I'm just Unless saying, like, what if you could just box. call, like, bust, bust open your MacBook? I try. And just, like, yo, how are we recording? You want the Neumann? The, 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 the Neumann? The Neumann? And they have a Neumann mod right on your, on your MacBook? Well, that exists already. I mean, Slay Digital. I'm, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm, saying, I'm saying without having to use a condenser. Can I say something? Up. That I think that exists. Have y'all been hearing about the new technology where they're allowing you to like, like, kind of like how Lander has with the with the you masters. Can ma- there's you cloud can use... mastering on the knee portico and stuff like that. And I was like, what the hell is this it's voodoo? Where I can use huh? yeah. hardware gear from my house, and it's in London, and it's in London. And it's working on your like it. It's such a weird concept to grasp. My brain can't figure it out. A concept for so another day. Yeah, yeah, I missed my yeah, Behringer shot. Let's talk about yeah, that. Yeah, literally day. like stepped on my Behringer shot, so I'll make another one. Next anyway, episode. we're done. That was the Sorry. My Audio Nerds podcast. Please make sure you comment, like, and subscribe. Also, let us know in the comments what you would like to see from us next. I wish I said it at the beginning, but this is also a My Audio Nerds shirt. Um, so if you want to get anything from My Audio Nerds, please, myaudionerds.com. I hope that you guys enjoyed that. Please let us know what else you would like to see here. Remember to rate us on Spotify, Apple, the whole nine. We really appreciate it. And until next time, you guys.